0: Well, thing worse than covid would be the we are adult show coming back in 2022 oh shit it is the we are adult show brought to you by hoppy Ed fro i'm your host sean across the way across the coast to the other coast danny we should we could even call this show coast to coast well,
1: like we're like it's like um almost coast to coast
0: I I, I did touch the uh, eastern, uh, or the Atlantic Ocean yesterday, so.
1: Yes. You went sledding down the beach into the snow? I mean into the
0: <laughs> water? Yeah. The, the most fun was, uh, there was like a, like, up on the, probably where, when the water gets like to high tide and it, it looks like there was some water that was stuck up there, and so it froze over solid. So we were just, like, sliding on the ice that was on top of the sand.
1: Nice. You know, uh, No fun um, and or humorous spills into
0: or towards the water? No. No, no, no. Nothing crazy. Uh, you know, just checking shells, watching birds run around. There's a couple of horseshoe crabs we found, so it was all good times. Yeah,
1: it would have been funnier if one of you would have fallen though.
0: Probably. <laughs>
1: oh man. So uh, yeah, so this this peak was weird, man. At UPS, it it it, I worked almost the same amount of hours, but I had less work, and I think I just because I had management that didn't know what they were doing. Hmm. And as you know, if it's if something goes wrong in the building, it's always management's fault, right, Sean?
0: <laughs> I'm not the one that's wrong. It's them. They're the one that's wrong. <laughs>
1: Insert that meme of Principal Skinner. <laughs> no, no, I'm not the one out of touch. It's the kids.
0: Yes. I, I agree with that. It's the kids.
1: 100%.
0: Fuck the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and the old people, too. Fuck them, yes, too. Yes,
1: the old people are actually the worst.
0: I know. I'm like, glad. They blame, I'm glad them, we...
1: like, they blame the kids for being lazy, but they do even less and then expect other people to help them out because they're old. <laughs> it's like, dude, you got hired the same day as that kid. Like, just because you're, you know, old enough to be like my mom doesn't mean that you get anything special. You, you, you're not even really an employee yet. You've been here like a week. Yeah. <laughs>
0: then yeah it's just it's funny i was talking about you though it's your fault well
1: yeah i kind of i did i did like the last day we worked before new year's i got a little uh um i had a word for it and I i had the word for it and i lost it basically i was um throwing a little mini tantrum because like the whole peak I was driving, having to go out to this other area in the rain, and it was just miserable, and then I had to listen to people that had been with the company like barely a year, complain that it wasn't fair that they had to do certain things all the time, and it's like, all right, cool. If it's not fair that you have to do it, then it's definitely not fair that I have to do it. So I just – I was being stubborn, <laughs> a little jackassery. So me and this other guy that's been there longer than me, we just kind of stood around and did a lot of nothing. It was fun. Actually, it wasn't fun. It made me feel like... I'm like, how can people do this every day, man? I feel like a worthless piece of shit. And I'm only doing this for like three hours. Like, I'm, d- I'm already done not doing anything. <laughs> apparently, apparently, I'm not a good enough teamster.
0: <laughs> teamster kid. Woo-woo. Woo-woo. I'm a teamster failure. Yeah. Yeah, this, that's pretty funny. So, but, so uh, uh, I, I did want I did want to tell you, Danny, because I've been keeping okay. it a big secret. Um, You're pregnant? No. Um, I I'm I'm officially retiring from you know work, this podcast, everything. Um, you know I have a some a new role in uh, the Green Bay Packer organization as an owner. Um, oh, I saw you. That. Know. You
1: uh, <laughs> you you are officially a owner of the Green Bay Packers with. with with stock that does nothing. Yes. Except, except, line Brett. I mean, not Brett. Uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers is pocket.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I I feel like I just have to go live up there and you know go to board meetings and stuff and you know vote on what we need to do to run that organization. So. <laughs>
1: so. You know, I I, re, uh, I, I uh, joined another brewery membership, the one that we went to, the Solaris Brewing down in the no-man's land between Murrieta and Temecula.
0: Yeah, you bastard. I saw that.
1: Um, And so, like, I went down there. Like, I went down there last week or two weekends ago and was like, so how does this membership thing work? Or was that, actually, it was last weekend. So I was like, how does this membership thing work? And they're like, well, you pay this. And then I'm like, no, no, I already paid. I just didn't really read the fine print you know (laughs) and then so then i went in there and they're like well we'll have our first beers like the end of the month we're just waiting on label approval and then it was literally like three days later they're like the beers come out on friday we got the labels printed approved and we're putting their like basically everything was set like they had already had the when i found out that all the bottles were um everything was bottled and the labels were on the bottles pretty much we're waiting to put on labels. they were printed
0: yeah
1: they just needed the approval and then they just threw everything on and they're like, all right, come pick them up. So I went on Saturday and picked them up. And like, I was there. I was like, I'm a member.
0: Where's the so members you're gonna go line? The team,
1: you're going to be like, um, excuse me. I own part of this team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, motherfucker. So does everybody else here? <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be like that, that, that dick on the, on the plane that like is rude to everybody because they paid for their seat on the plane. As opposed to everybody else that's on there for free, they're the only ones that pay for it.
0: <laughs> that is, that is, that is true. That is kind of partially me. <laughs> I, I do get annoyed traveling because I'm just like, hey, you don't know. There should be like a freak. If I, if you've traveled, if you've been on a plane more than ten times, you get to go in this line. If you have not been in, in a plane, you know, then you have to go over here, <laughs> out of the way.
1: Right, and, and I think ten <laughs> is too low. But then again, knowing some of the people that have that haven't left their city, let alone their you know their state, let alone their like city, is God. shockingly high for like most of America. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. a reason why they're called the flyover states, not the fly fly around states. They don't <laughs> fly around. they fly. People just go avoid them. <laughs> right. Like, I saw this thing on Reddit, and it was like a or uh, and it was like a food video. And people were like, oh man, this looks amazing, and it's like, oh, it's in Ohio, and it's like, oh yeah, never mind, it's in Ohio. And some guy got all offended and was trying to defend Ohio, and they're like, yeah, dude, your opinion doesn't count, man. You live in Ohio,
0: you're
1: not the <laughs> 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 The fact that you live in Ohio it automatically invalidates your opinion about anything, including if Ohio is a good place to
0: live. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at yeah, I was looking at um something on R slash New Jersey, and it was talking about like. The states that were people moved in 2021 and based off like their moving surveys it was like how many people left and how many people came and like so you know so a lot of the higher cost of living states saw a decrease in people so there was more people out than people coming in right but ohio also had more people going out than going in
1: I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Nobody, nobody wants to really live in Ohio anymore. <laughs> no. It's, it's and, it, and I think it's your fault. You started the trend. You're just a trendsetter. You're you're what the what the kids say today an influencer with your podcasting and leaving Ohio. self.
0: <laughs> uh, sir, I'm an influencer. I have a podcast and a gaming stream. Like. Oh yeah, should you're, give, you're a you should affiliate. give me. Yeah, yeah, you should give me this for free, and I'll shout it. I'll shout you out to like my ten followers,
1: at four of them that are paying attention, <laughs> and at least four, maybe one of them might actually buy something.
0: <laughs> one so of them fr- would, but you probably don't ship to uh, England, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my favorite is like the places that actually are willing to kind of work with influencers. Mm-hmm. Like they have a pretty good deal. It's like, hey. We'll give you this discount code, and you give it out to your followers, and if so many people use this discount code, then we'll hook you up with, like, free stuff.
0: That's a, that is, that's the way to go.
1: And no, but but they're like, we, like, places are like, yeah, ever since we've made this offer, nobody's taken us up on it.
0: I'll take that fucking offer. It depends (laughs) on what it is.
1: I mean, if it's something that I'm going to buy anyways, like. Yeah, who's
0: Who's offering this? Because I want to know.
1: I've seen it was like one of them was like a like a food truck that did like desserts and ice
0: creams and stuff.
1: It was mm. a while ago, but yeah.
0: Nice. No, that's pretty shabby. That's not too shabby.
1: No, that seems like a pretty fair deal because I mean that just shows that you're like actually you know because to me like, you know, I'm gonna pat myself on the back here, but I I'm somewhat of an influencer. You know, there's the the, you're, there's like like when they had all the beer festivals and stuff were canceled, there was one group. That was doing it virtual. And it was, they're nice guys and they um, um, got good beer. And they actually had like, it wasn't just people sitting in a Discord chat, mm-hmm. like being awkward. It was like they had like, they would like travel to each brewery and pick up the beer. And while they were there, they would like, inter- either they would interview somebody at the brewery mm-hmm. about the beer they're drinking, or they would um, do like a virtual interview with somebody from the brewery about the beer you're drinking. But they would Correct. go pick it up and like some of the beers they went and picked up were like up in northern california so it wasn't like all super it wasn't all local yeah um and so i bought tickets and i posted about you know you should buy tickets on you know on the social medias i posted their links and all that stuff and at least two people bought tickets because of me
0: nice look at you go see look at you go
1: that's the kind of information <clears throat> mean, I strive to be. I don't want free shit. I just want I, if I support you and think you're cool, then give me a discount code and I'll tell everybody to buy from you. <laughs> I might not even use the discount code myself because I'm that—that—that—that's the kind of guy I am.
0: <laughs> oh, that's too funny. That's too funny. So, um,
1: Packer CEO, former uh,
0: Twitch affiliate, streamer,
1: podcaster. What are you drinking today?
0: uh you know from my main squeeze urban artifact this is uh, a cal- this is called teak it's a tropical american fruit tart it has uh pink guava pineapple and key lime in it um let's see let's see. comes in at 7.2 percent abv 3.3 ph You know, like, it just tastes like juice. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I feel like I need to add, like, some kind of, like, Bacardi rum or something to this.
1: Like rum or vodka?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, if you know if you go to, like, the, the, go over to, like, the fridge where the juices are and you grab, like, the fancy tropical juice, like, jug, like, that's what you're That's what I'm drinking right now. Like,
1: <laughs> like the Tropicana tropical juice?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, when I went to go pick up my beers on a Saturday at Solaris, um, they had a beer there that was a sour heff. Interesting. And it had, like, strawberries, cherries, cranberry, like, either cranberry or pomegranate, mm-hmm. and something else, and then, like, vanilla, and I'm like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to like this. So I just got a little taster of it, yeah. and it was, like, 9%. <laughs> It was like their like one of their biggest beers they had, and I was like amazed by it. Like you said, it was it was just like drinking fruit juice. It was a little too tart for my uh, wife, but mm-hmm. she's she you know she married me. She doesn't have good taste.
0: <laughs> that is true.
1: But yeah, <laughs> so those beers can be good, but they also like that if they're high ABV, they can be dangerous
0: because it just they're brunch beers. Yeah, I mean, you. I would, I would like to add some uh, champagne to this and make a mimosa. <laughs> with
1: like with like a Benedict or some sort of thing like that.
0: Yes, it's it's really good though, like stupid good. <laughs>
1: yeah, it gets you in trouble.
0: Yeah, I mean it's the it's the one thing. Like if you, if you have to go, if you have to drive through Ohio, definitely try to get some Urban Artifact beer. You have to. It's the law. Think-
1: I don't know if they still, what, if they do like their like all of their flavors, but I do think that Urban Artifact is available on Rivalry Brews to be shipped throughout the Great United States of America.
0: Yeah, they do pop up on Tavor every once in a while too.
1: Okay, yeah, but Rivalry Brews is like Tavor, but only for Ohio, so they get some uh, like lesser known breweries on there. Yeah, they maybe don't have the just the, the power to go on Tavor. Yep. gotcha.
0: You said rifle.
1: Or, or they they also do like like some like more special stuff because it's like smaller batch can be on there because you know I'm sure it's probably like like if I mean, if you make toys and you want to sell like through Walmart it's like well we need 15 million units and it's like holy shit Jesus. that's more than we can make you know
0: yeah I got like my laptop and the computer set up in front of me and so I keep grabbing like the wrong mouse and keyboard for things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> First world problems, huh? I guess so. What was yeah, it I called? It. Rival, rivalry brews. Like, like the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings are rivals. Have a rivalry. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I did their Christmas package. So it came with a bunch of like, it came with like twelve different Christmas beers. Um, I got like a like a bottle opener, a koozie, and it it came pretty quick. The only problem is you have to have an adult at home when it comes, so I usually just ship it to my wife's work.
0: Got gotcha. you. Because she's always there. <laughs> Let's see. Ooh, breweries. Where do... Let's click on Cleveland, Cincinnati. There we go, Urban Artifact. All right, what have they got? Ooh, Gadget's a good one. Oh, Spyglass. You definitely gotta get Spyglass if you're gonna order from here. Okay. Not two. They only got three beers on here. They have Finn. I'm not a big fan of it, but it is a, uh... It's like a sour pale ale, so... Okay. At least you get... I mean, you... I think Spyglass right now is my num Is my favorite Urban Artifact beer. It used to be the Orange one but uh, I felt like I feel like it changed a little bit so yeah. yeah but yeah so
1: yeah it's it like again and you probably feel it's like a little bit better supporting rivalry brews over uh, Tabor because it's a it's like a smaller run company like the dude is practically again like going like making the deals by himself and they have a small staff packaging the beers so it's yeah. not like it's like Tavor where they got an army of people <laughs> so True. So I'm drinking uh, from the the brewery that I was a member of last year, uh, Casa Agria. This is a hearth and home. It's a farmhouse-style dry-hopped Saison that is a collaboration with Arrow Lodge Brewing Mm -hmm. out of, uh, I want to say Montclair, that area. Gotcha. Which they actually have a pretty cool brewery. Like, their brewery is all themed like like a lodge, like you go inside and it's it's like going into a wood cabin and then like they have an area where there's a table under like a tent, and then like there's like benches around like a fake campfire. Um, but yeah, this I was kind of sipping on it already, waiting, um, because it just smelled like delicious. Like I always worried <laughs> that it would be too hoppy, but the uh, the hopiness kind of covers up the extra sourness of the saison. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, they kind of balance each other out. Like some, I was worried that one would take over the other and kind of be too uh, too strong. But no, man, this is a delicious beer, and it only comes in at like 5.4%. I just stop. I didn't stop being a member with that brewery because um, I didn't like their beers. It was just I didn't really get to do any of the fun stuff that members got.
0: Because they're all the way up in Oxnard. Yeah.
1: And so, like, they had a... Like, they do a... One of the things that they did for members was they have an end-of-the-year bottle share. Um, but it was, like, the Sunday before Christmas. And I'm like, dude, I'm at work that day. Sorry. (laughs) Versus, like, uh, Solaris, one of the things they do is they do... They're going to have two private member parties, members-only parties throughout the year. So, that's kind of cool. Um... It was a little more expensive, I guess, but I get to hopefully I get to do the fun stuff. So, <laughs> spe- speaking of breweries, man, Green Flash, man, they keep they just keep going further down.
0: I not I they really I didn't realize they were still around.
1: Yeah, because they got sold in like 2018. Yeah. Like, well, they had bought like Alpine Brewing and like basically ruined that beer to the point where they auctioned off. The original Alpine brewing location, mm-hmm. and the people that um, bought um, the building, the, the location was the, fa- the the family that owned Alpine originally. Got gotcha. you. And so they reopened the brewery, but like now they use their last name. It's McElhenry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I guess like their biggest, um, the beer that they were known for at the time was uh, It's called Nelson. It was a Nelson, um, hopped IPA, West Coast. Yeah. And so they kind of, have, they still have this. They still use the same recipe or very similar recipe. I don't know if they can use the same exact.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but they just modified the name a little bit. So now instead of it being called Nelson, it's called Munts. <laughs> Which, if you're a Simpsons fan, you'll get the reference. If not, then you'll, uh, under now you understand that it, it's a Simpsons reference.
0: Is it? Is it? Oh, because it's the other part of his name. It's like yeah, Munts Nelson. Nelson
1: Muntz, it... Nelson Months Months is the bullet. Got gotcha.
0: you. Okay, yeah. I knew was it was the, the boy. Name. I just okay, nice. Yes. That's funny. <laughs> so they got sold to um,
1: Tilray Medicals Sweetwater Brewing, and so this was announced like um, December 18th. So it's not that long ago. We had you know, but basically, they're, within 60 days, they're going to shut down all of the Green Flash and Alpine operations in California. Yep. Um, and then I guess they pretty much let most everybody go, but then the staff members who are being kept on will be receive a severance package. Uh-huh. Um, it says any Green Flash or Alpine Beer Company beers will be brewed out of the recently acquired Sweetwater Brewing Facility in uh, Fort Collins, Colorado, formerly known, uh, formerly known as Red Truck Brewing.
0: Uh, interesting.
1: Um, it says that the former CEO of Green Flash had b- seemingly been removed from Green Flash operations for a few years running a business consulting firm. CEO Michael Taylor stepped away from Green Flash in August. is now leading RTD cocktail company Five Drinks with other former um, InBev executives. It says the Tilray is a reverse acquisition of Afria Incorporated, the can- Canadian cannabis company that acquired Sweetwater. So it seems like um, I don't even know if they're going to still be making Green Flash beers, but this seems like you know, it seems like a bunch of people, including Sam Adams, is jumping on the. Cannabis beer wagon. Like, that might be the next thing. Yeah. Like, they're hoping that – like, I think everyone thought that Joe Biden would make weed federally legal. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think there were kind of – a lot of businesses were counting on that or gambling that way that he would. And so that basically as soon as it's like weed's legal, then they're like, cool, go to your local 7-Eleven and buy this weed beer that we (laughs) haven't been drinking yet. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge.
0: (laughs) Lots of winks and lots of nudges.
1: Yes, and a lot of Bob's Your Uncles. So, I got some good news for you, Sean. As a fan of Taco what Bell. What is that good news? And if you're, if any other buddy else is a fan of Taco Bell, they're bringing back the Mexican pizza.
0: Is that a good thing, though? Like, they were kind of shitty before they, they left.
1: I mean, people seem pretty excited about it. It's one of the few things, I mean, it's Taco Bell. It's how can it be any shittier than any other Taco Bell menu item?
0: Fair enough. <laughs>
1: but it's supposed to be coming back in either April or May of this year. Gotcha. And it's and it's it's still rumored. It's not a, like I don't think they've officially announced it. Hmm. Um. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe, and I'm sure there's other there's other things people want, but, um they uh, kind of wanted to um, cut down their menu because their menu was fucking
0: huge. Yes, it was.
1: <laughs> like, I went, like I hadn't been to Taco Bell in ever, and they opened a brand new one close to me, so I went there without looking at the menu. I just went inside. And I'm like, I'm going to get some Taco Bell. And I looked, and, like, the menu, like, was changing pages. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what did I want? And I, it was just too many items if you have to sit there and study the menu that long <laughs>
0: pages. yeah well it's just the same food and like different things
1: <laughs> right which del taco is starting to do now yes because they have their uh quesadilla tacos yes so it's like a little mini quesadilla
0: they have tamales they too have... yeah what's that they have tamales as well
1: well, they only do those during Christmas, and they've always done the tamales.
0: Okay, yeah, because we went to. One thing they didn't um,
1: do this year that. Be...
0: Yeah, that we There's uh there's Del Tacos up in Michigan, so uh, we stopped and had some Del Taco at one point as well on the Christmas trip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they um, The one thing they used to they they've done every other year, but for some reason didn't this year, and I didn't see why. Was they always have a uh, carnitas available during uh, Christmas as well. Mm. But I don't know, man. But uh Del Taco also got sold.
0: Yes. I did see For, that. Like, I was sad.
1: A crazy amount of money to the company that owns Jack in the Box. Like they, they're buying I don't know where Jack like how many people and then well it's like um and I think Jack in the Box got bought by the company that owns Arby's. And I was listening to a podcast and I'm like does anybody even eat at Arby's? Where's Arby's getting that money? Yeah. Like, they must be selling drugs or guns or something
0: like that. <laughs> True. They're not
1: selling that many roast beef sandwiches.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't even know I don't even know where an Arby's is by me. I know there is one, but I don't know where. Yeah. The only
1: thing I know about Arby's is from The Simpsons when he's on the hunger strike and he's like, I'm so hungry I could eat at Arby's <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: So okay, so that company. I didn't realize Jack in a Box also got bought out. Yes. So, and
1: so, the, the one good thing about Del Taco, I guess, is the the family that originally founded Del Taco owns a couple of restaurants still, and they didn't get sold, so they're not they weren't included in the sale.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The bad news is it's a pain in the ass for almost anybody to get to them
0: because they're in the middle of fucking nowhere.
1: They're like in Barstow.
0: <laughs> Jesus. So those del yeah. tacos will be not part of it.
1: right and from what I've heard is like you know pe- like people were talking about the sale and stuff and they're like and I don't know why nobody told me this but but like, like dude yeah everyone knows like if you're on your way to Vegas or back from Vegas, you stop with the del tacos in Barstow because they're amazing like the tacos are better like the ingredients are better their tacos shells are bigger. The burritos are bigger, the, you know, everything's just fresher. Yeah. yeah. And even like the the dad, the the guy that founded the company, like they work there still.
0: <laughs> wow. so,
1: like you go into the one the main restaurant that they run and he'll be like wiping tables down and stuff.
0: Nice. Yeah, no, so, I, I do remember them saying like up, it was like on the long the Vegas like there's del, the Del Tacos up there are the uh, like some of the the founding Del Tacos.
1: Right, because for like I, I found out from somebody, and I've been going there since. On the way up to Vegas is the, the Greek. I don't I don't remember if it's what what um, mood it's in, if it's happy or angry or sad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Greek on the way up in uh, Baker, where the giant thermostat is. Yeah. Thermometer, right there. Like there's a little strip of restaurants. Mm-hmm. Used to be a Bob's Big Boy, but they, that's gone. But. That Greek right there is pretty amazing, and so we've stopped there, and yeah, the food there is, like, is pretty solid. Nice. <laughs> so now we might have to change our plans, though, and go to the Barstow Del Taco.
0: Go on the way home, stop one place, and on the way there, stop at the other.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh man. Speaking of stopping at places and people that you were hoping would be working, Sean.
0: <laughs> um... So we were um, out. We weren't back in Toledo for Christmas, and so we decided to head up to Mom's Spaghetti, owned by Eminem, which is up in. Uh, it's in Detroit. It's literally across the street from the. Which stadium is it? Which Little Caesars? Ho- I can't remember what losing team it is. Is it is it <laughs> the losing,
1: is it the losing <laughs> hockey team? The losing. Basketball? I mean, well, the hockey and basketball play at the same place, but the losing football
0: team or the losing baseball team? I think it was the losing baseball team, because I do remember the Lions Stadium was the furthest one away. So, but I, okay. I will say it's pretty cool that all the stadiums are, like, parked next to each other. There was, like, one parking storage I did see, like, over by the Lions Stadium, um, I ju- I'm assuming there's, like, some kind of train you could take in, because that would be, like, a good place to, like, if you could take the train in, and it drops you right there, there's all sorts of stuff to eat and hang out and do while you're waiting for your favorite local team to, or your favorite away team to come destroy the, uh, local team. <laughs>
1: hey. <laughs> well, I hope that the Red Wings at least start doing decent, because I picked up their goalie for my fantasy hockey team, because...
0: Of course.
1: Somebody dropped, somebody dropped him because they like one of my starting goalies got hurt and so his backup was going to be starting and so the guy dropped the Detroit goalie um and picked up the other the backup. And I'm like, dude, he's going to be gone for like a week. I'm not going to pick up him, but then yeah. I saw that he was available on the waiver wire. So, and I needed a third goalie cuz of stupid COVID. <laughs> Every, everybody on my team is Almost, like, all my top players are in COVID protocol right now. Oh, jeez. I
0: I did win fantasy football, though.
1: Nice. So, yeah, so I changed my team name to reflect the current status of all my players and make a Star Wars reference. What is it? So my team now is called the Protocol Droids.
0: (laughs) 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 That's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. I'll give you that one. <laughs>
1: I, I, yes, I thought it was amusing. I liked it. I, I, I jumped on because there's another guy that he's changed his team name like eight times, and he also he's the guy that picked up the, I got the
0: goalie from basically. So, uh, got you. Did you? I'm, assu- I'm, a- I'm assuming this answer is yes. But did you watch uh, Boba Fett then? Nope, I haven't yet. <sighs> I am very surprised. I've only seen the first episode,
1: so I'm behind, dude. I, I barely just started watching Hawkeye.
0: <laughs> I, I have not even looked at that. I do want to go see Spider Man, but I think I'm going to wait for like for it to be on streaming, and then I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, I just.
1: Yeah, I barely watched Black Widow like a week or two ago.
0: Oh, gotcha. I mean, I still haven't seen Black Widow. So if you're gonna watch
1: if you're gonna watch Hawkeye, you should probably watch Black Widow.
0: I don't think I'm gonna watch it either.
1: I'm just I'm just saying <laughs> if you're going to do one you should if you're going to watch the one, you should watch the other because there's there's I mean it's not super important, but it does kind of uh,
0: lead into mm. the show. I just I just don't have enough time to watch all these other random shows. I feel like I'm back in I'm back into reading comics and there's too many too many things to follow.
1: Dude, I know I took like less than a month off, and I'm like so far behind. It's weird.
0: <laughs> so,
1: anyways, mom's spaghetti with, and you know, you, what you didn't get the cool treatment where uh, Marshall himself was sticking his head out the drive-through window, handing you the food.
0: Yeah, and it's not even like a drive-through window. I mean, like it is like, like it's like basically part of a like another restaurant. And there's like down this alley, there's just like a hole, a hole in a wall with like a with a lit up sign and that's like your, that's where you order and pick up from. There's like no seating or anything. (laughs) So basically you have spaghetti, garlic bread, meatballs and vegan meatballs. And then like, and a couple drinks and like, that's the, that's the menu. Um, so, uh, because we took it, well, you have to take it to go. But we went in the car to go eat it. But they basically put it in like Chinese takeout boxes, so it was just like I was just like I was just like twirling the noodles, just like eating it up. Like I was like, oh, I'm so hungry. <laughs> I just want to eat. But it was uh it was actually pretty good. We didn't, I didn't get um, it it did come with like one piece of garlic bread, so we were able to like make make the uh, kind of eat it up. Oh they had spaghetti sandwiches also on the menu so but i I uh, I went the classic route of just spaghetti and meatballs
1: right I mean yeah you know I mean especially your first time going to the place you want to try their uh, specialty because you know if they do add things to the menu which you know if you go there I guess there's not much else to try
0: no there's not much <laughs> but it's definitely not bad but I could see that being like an easy like Food grab if uh, if you're out and about in the area and you don't want to like sit down at a table or anything. So, but no, it it was pretty it was pretty good. I got uh, I got no beef with it. It was kind of a, a funny goofy experience sitting in the cold, <laughs> eating uh, trying to get some spaghetti. So it was uh, it was pretty funny and uh, but like I said, it was it was good. It definitely. Um, if you're in the area, you know, it'd be a fun little thing to do, but definitely not like necessarily like the main focus of your trip, probably.
1: Right. Like if you're going to, if you're going to watch your favorite, um, sports team and you figure it's like, uh, people who buy tickets to games in Arizona, like you're not there to watch the Arizona team. You're just there because it's cheaper to drive to Arizona, buy tickets to the Arizona to play the Kings. And then drive and probably get a hotel and drive home than it is to buy tickets to the Kings game.
0: Yes, (laughs) in LA. Yeah. Are you saying you've done this?
1: No, I know, but I know people that have, especially for more for football. Oh yeah. Like if you're like a a Rams fan or a Chargers fan, or especially Rams because they play each other for sure every year. But you know, cheaper to drive to uh, Arizona and watch the Cardinals play the Rams in Arizona or San Francisco even. Yeah. You know.
0: True. Shame.
1: Or like, if you still lived out here, you can go watch the Packers play the Cardinals in Arizona for cheaper than you can either at the Rams or the Niners.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that is fair. Football's been crazy this season. Dude,
1: everything's been crazy this season.
0: That is true. Well,
1: as, like, like this all well, the sports that are going on right now, and baseball may never might it's, it might not happen next season. There might be a a, a strike because the the players are locked out by the owners. And they're not really talking.
0: What the what the players want more money?
1: Well, I mean, they don't. I think it's more they don't want less money.
0: Got you. <laughs> oh, so they the, want, the owners want to make do a cut,
1: right? And they and then like the players are owed money that they, I guess they put in escrow and I don't know. Basically, like because of COVID, they put money away and they're like, well, if we don't if we make if we don't get our money back, then we'll take the money from the escrow. And they're like, well, you got your money back, dude. And they're like, "Ah, I know, but we also want to keep this money, too.
0: (laughs) Everybody wants money.
1: Right. Speaking of money, man, so um, there was a tweet that was announced, like, celebrating um, Ghost of Tsushima. Hit a a milestone of selling 8 million copies. Yes. And so then one of the, the developers of Days Gone tweeted... At the time I left Sony, Days Gone had been out for a year and a half and a month, so a year and seven months, and sold over 8 million copies. It's gone on to sell more and then um, a million plus on Steam. Local studio management always made us feel like it was a big disappointment. Yeah. And I guess other people jumped in on that too, like com- like talking about how uh, the critics were like basically wanted to sabotage the game, and um, the co-director stated that more people should have bought the game at full price if they wanted to help ensure that it got a sequel, right? Yeah. So there's all this like Twitter stuff going on. It made the front page of Reddit a few different times. Um but then he was the the guy was who made the initial tweet about Days Gone selling 8 million copies kind of had to come out and say like, "Oh, well I didn't I didn't get that from official sales numbers." He got that number from this website that's not around anymore that basically tracked who earned what PlayStation trophies. Wow. Um. So it's like where I where I, where I got my data from. I had access to a lot of telemetry and I could see stuff. And when we were at five million copies, we, we were when we were announced at five million copies, of the electric te- telemetry data was at 5.8. There are basically resells or shared discs. I was actually I was using an external website. I think it's offline now, but they were using. Trophy data and it lined up with our internal telemetry, so for me it's like good enough. So I like how like, just it's how so
0: convenient. Stuff. It's closed.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he was like, yeah, you know, whether I mean, like, I mean, not that many people got the game used or let their friends, bo- you know, borrow it or whatever. Like, my my numbers are close enough. i I might be off by a couple, two or three million, but it's close enough, right? <laughs> but yeah, that was that set off of, of you know, of course, you know, the internet people. Always want to be friendly and like have civil discussions and uh, never argue over pointless, stupid things.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, geez. Um, Speaking of
1: things that are pointless and stupid. Wow! Destiny this, celebrated an anniversary.
0: Is this what we're doing today? Is this what we're doing.
1: I'm, I was doing it last year too. I just got to keep up the the the, um, the continuation, and I didn't. I actually lucked into that one. I didn't, as I was saying it, I didn't realize what I was doing until it was out. <laughs> and then when you texted me, you said it was Destiny's thirtieth anniversary. Bungie,
0: sorry, Bungie's thirtieth. Oh, Bungie's. Yeah, it's Bungie's okay. thirty-year anniversary.
1: I was like, like it's maybe he just t- hit zero by mistake because I'm like, I think Destiny hasn't been around for thirty years yet. Yeah. I mean, it feels like it sometimes, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: you're a monster. I
1: mean, you're not wrong.
0: When I see you, I'm gonna kick you in the shin.
1: It wouldn't be the first time someone's kicked me in the shin.
0: <laughs> uh, how convenient! My cat just walked into the room because he knows he's about to get fed. We have an automatic food dispenser.
1: So does your cat just stare at it angrily and then yell at you when it doesn't come out on time, or when it think when it's like when daylight savings happens and it, the time changes, but the mm-hmm. like the. the The time it 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 food comes out changes, but not its stomach being hungry.
0: (laughs) No, I don't. I don't remember any of that happening. So there there goes. Yep, there's the food. Feeding time. Yep.
1: Feeding time. He just he just
0: like literally walked upstairs, and now he just came back downstairs. So now he's over here eating. He's a happy cat. Um anyways Bungie, three- year anniversary came out in December so um, after the after we went on our our winter break it came out um, added some fun activities added a new dungeon that was pretty fun uh, we have Galahorn, the rocket launcher from uh, destiny one back in the game to change some perks about it still a pretty fun gun uh, rocket launcher to use um, I still like using it. And then they came out with some um, other uh, random thing. They have they came out with a uh, a new activity called Dares of Eternity, and you you uh, you you do a six man team, and you go do some stuff, and you basically like you're on a game show hosted by Zer and a cosmic horse for whatever reason, um, and so you get like you'll. You uh, basically like you go to an area and then you uh, have to spin a wheel and that's like the enemies that you have to fight is like what it pops up as. So um, it's pretty fun. It's it does it. Dares of Eternity doesn't take itself as like a serious game mode, so it does add to the fun of playing it uh, as well. They also uh, released uh, some. 30 year anniversary weapons and some of them mm, seem to take a flavor of this you know this somewhat popular game called halo so we have a battle rifle a uh, uh energy we have a sword and then one of the new um, exotics is a sidearm that shoots uh it shoots a special ammo. And it kind of looks like a pistol from uh, Halo, so from the first Halo game, the one that was like super OP <laughs> that you would use everywhere.
1: I mean, they already did steal uh, Master Chief's crotch for their logo, so why not steal other things?
0: <laughs> I guess so. Well, is it stealing when it's technically yours? Maybe not. Maybe you don't own it, but you still made it.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, it's the. I mean, I, yeah, but you, you know. It's just lazy. And
0: I think it, I think it came out. I think it was a, uh, I think it was a fun. Uh, I think it was a fun edition, and I think they, uh, they, they did a lot of uh, just random fun things in it. So uh, we still have a good a good month and like three weeks until Witch Queen comes out. So Witch Queen does come out February twenty second. So we still have a, a bit of time before we get to that.
1: So, you know, still in a content lull, so they got to do things like excite people by releasing um, uh, nostalgia guns. <laughs> basically, what you're saying.
0: Something like that. I think this 30 year anniversary was going to come out regardless of which what time Witch Queen came out. But this did add a good content drop between Season of the Lost, that started in September, and, and uh, Witch Queen, that comes out next month, so. But no, I mean yeah. it's I I like I liked it. I think a lot of people are uh, have enjoyed it. Uh, I do want to play the. Um, I do need to try to solo it, and uh, right now some of us are trying to do some more raid triumph stuff. So that's pretty fun too. So we, like everybody, still kind of wants to play. They're just we're just doing some more different challenging events now,
1: like playing a different game.
0: Yeah,
1: that's that's the challenge. <laughs> Here we go, you bastard! You bastard! Oh man, speaking of nostalgia, Sean, you played the the Pokemons
0: on the Nintendo's. <laughs> um, yes. So, um, I don't know when they came out with this, but you could play it on Switch or you could play it on your phone. So I've been using a simulator on uh. On my PC to play it. Uh, but it's called Pokemon Unite. And so everybody knows like in the old games, you know, you're you you you're a person and you travel across, you know, the country or world, whatever it is, and you try to collect Pokemon and stuff like that. So in Pokemon Unite, though, it's more of a five on five PvP fight. Which is kind of interesting and a lot different. Um, so you select like the Pokemon you're going to use, and then you play as that Pokemon, and you uh, you're on a map, and you you try to, you kill wild Pokemon to like help level up your um, level yourself up, and then and then you get into battles with the other Pokemon on the other team, and if you if you're able to defeat them, then you get more experience. Um, it kind of plays like League of Legends and Smite. Um, for those of you that uh, don't know what kind of the PvP play is, so basically, like you, you literally just control the one Pokemon and pick like the moves and stuff. It's it's a much more simpler version though of League of Legends. Like like instead of like um, in League, you play and you earn money and then you go back and you buy stuff in the middle of the match in Pokemon, you pick, like, what items you want the Pokemon to hold, and then that's it. Like, and you level it outside of the matches. So it's... It it does make it a whole lot easier, and I think it helps play more on skill than necessarily, like... You know, the first one to get, like, five kills and get... You, uh, and It helps, like, avoid the feeding frenzy, like, uh, in League, like if, like, a, if an attack character gets a, a couple easy kills early in game and they're able to buy gear faster, it, like, turns the tide of the game very harshly. This, I think, keeps it more balanced. So, but it's been really fun. Um, they got healing roles, They got attack roles, defending roles and stuff like that. So they definitely really embraced, like, that game mode. Um, and I think they did a pretty good job. Um... The winter seasonal event was kind of meh, um, but the but the uh, the normal game and the ranked games are are pretty fun though. So, yeah, I mean, if that's definitely uh, your thing, I would uh, recommend trying it out if you like that kind of PvP action.
1: Or Pokemons. If you you can find that on both uh, the Nintendo's and your iPhones.
0: Yeah, you can. Uh, it basically it's Switch and um, on your phone, so it, I, it's kind of weird that you can't. I, I think it's kind of weird that you can't play on the other consoles or PC without doing an emulator. But um, <laughs> but it is uh, it it is mostly it seems to be for Switch. It is a little conky playing like on the on the Google Play system. Um, I think I have I haven't tried to download it on our Switch to play it to see how it would go, but. Otherwise, it's no. It's definitely a fun game.
1: I mean, yeah, if you're into the um, uh, arena battle games or the Pokemans, that sounds like something that would be fun. Whether you play it because you want, you know, the the gameplay style or the nostalgia of Pikachu um, destroying things.
0: <laughs> of course, they had to bring Pikachu. They brought like the the old three main starters. So you got Blastoise, Charizard, and. Um, venusaur in there there's like and then there's a couple there's like a couple um new generation pokemon as well in there like i have no idea who they are uh but they they have a good range of pokemon it seems like they um continually are adding pokemon into the game so
1: that's good and it looks like like when i looked at on my phone they had uh pikachu was dressed up in Christmas clothes, so I'm guessing they must have seasonal events as well.
0: Yeah, so the game is free, um, and a lot of the cosmetic items are are how you Not how free. they make money. Yeah, so they also have they also have like I think a paid battle pass, if I remember right. I, maybe they don't. It might just be straight cosmetics. So, but the game um, you can um, you do earn quite a bit of like in-game currency to like level up your gear and stuff so it's really just more like cosmetics that you have to pay for
1: is it like uh take a long time to earn the currency though
0: Mm -hmm. no not too much Uh, i i mean you get because like you get a bunch of like daily rewards and weekly rewards as well um And, like, for Christmas, like, they gave you, like, special, like, um, currency that you could earn in-game that wasn't too too hard to get. And, because I already, I got both of the, um, I got both of them done, so it was pretty easy. Um, so it just seems to be a lot more of, like, this, like, certain attire that you have to really pay for.
1: Okay. I mean, yeah, and, you know... At some point, you have to realize that as cool as it is for everything to be, you know, free, they got to, you know, pay people to make the game. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you know, complain that people aren't being paid enough. You know, you can't go full anti-work on Reddit and then expect everything to cost you nothing.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Think about all those whales that are keeping the game alive.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I see people complain about it, it's like... All this why, why is this stuff so expensive? No one's paying for it, and it's like no, if, if it was ex- if it was expensive and no one's paying for it, then they would lower the price. it's and it's the thing is it's like they don't need everybody to buy it. they just need a ser- small number of people to make it and they're like, well, if they made it cheaper then more people would buy it and it's like, yeah, but they did the math and they realized that in order for your cheap ass to buy it, this got to be super cheap and they're never gonna get that many people to buy it, you know so, the whales, just think the whales
0: up there. Yep. Yeah, I think Destiny talked about, like, one of the sales, like, it paid for the team that did, like, an exotic quest that was, like, free to everybody. Like, like that cosmetic sale, like, basically funded, like, an, a thing in the game because it paid for, it paid, like, the salary for the whole team that was on that project.
1: Right, and that makes sense. Yeah, so. It's crazy how much people, some how many people pay like for games like that, but you know that's how sometimes you get free content yeah. or more content. Well, oh, man, so I played a game. I had I bought it like on a sale, like last Christmas, I think the Black Friday Christmas or Christmas sale on PlayStation because it was like eighty percent off or something stupid. But uh, and I hadn't played it for a long time since the three hundred and sixty. But Dead Island, the first one. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that game was, like, only a disappointment because the trailer was so amazing. Uh-huh. Where you're, like, going through, like, the hotel and, like, the zombies coming and attacking you and, you know, the music. It was just it was just crazy. And then the game comes out and everyone was like, oh, this, this is it? Can I just – I'll just watch the trailer again.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. But it's – the one thing I've never done with the game, though, and I think would make it better is I think you do need a full party or at least multiple people because – the, they do make the zombies in the game feel overwhelming at points
0: mm-hmm. where
1: like you're you're just walking you're walking and all of a sudden like zombies are in front of you and they see you and they start running towards you and you, you're kind of killing them and if you use any weapons to make noise like guns yeah. then you just attract zombies from all over, and you're just surrounded and so mm-hmm. um if you get knocked down they do have a function if you get knocked down that you have like so much time to be re- picked up by a teammate so um I think this game would be way better. Playing with somebody else because they'd have your back and you could get picked up. But even then like I've both times I've played it through the story, I played by myself and uh man, it does it they do a really good job of like you're walking at points and there's you know, a lot of the times you see the zombies they're just kinda of shuffling about, but then sometimes you're you're walking around and there's like they're hiding behind a corner or something and they just come out and grab you.
0: <laughs> Jeez.
1: And it, there's times where it's like you're just like you just feel like almost helpless, and it's like oh man, this must be what it m- would be like to really live in a zombie apocalypse, uh, you know? Unlike, um, friend of the show man being, we were playing Left for Dead, like with me and a couple other him and a couple other people, and he was talking about how he would uh, out of the group he would be the one that would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse <laughs> and, and, and because because of his uh, heightened sense of awareness. And literally, as soon as he finished that sentence, um. A, zon- a charger came and like took him out and killed him <laughs> in the game. Jeez, <laughs> it's like the like the the AI in the game must have heard him and said, "Screw this guy funny. in particular."
0: <laughs> oh, oh man! man. <laughs> but
1: yeah, like I think um, Left 4 Dead is the game that everyone kind of holds up as the gold standard of, especially cooperative z- zombie games. Like, I guess single-player would be the Resident Evil series, but cooperative-type games, like, where you're just basically trying to get from one point to another and not dead. Um, but, yeah, this is, like, a um, – what's it called? A uh, – like, an RPG. So there's quests, and you have to level up. And I remember when the, re- when the game came out, people were complaining in the reviews about how, like – like, you'll pick up a weapon. Like, you'll pick up a baseball bat, and sometimes you can use it, and sometimes it's like, oh, you're not high enough level to use this baseball bat – and they're yeah. like, that doesn't make any sense. And it's like, what do you mean it doesn't make sense? Why is it okay if it's like a sword in, an, in like, Skyrim? You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's
1: like, I'm using this baseball bat, why can't I use that baseball bat? And it's like, dude, it's it's part of the game. Like, if that's your, if that's one of your, if that's your, like, biggest complaint about the game, then you don't play RPGs ever, do you? Because even in, like, Destiny, where it's like, oh, man, I got this awesome, oh, I can't use this gun, I'm not a high enough level. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's. It's not like level like the trigger is like a different kind of trigger that mm-hmm. you have to learn a skill at that level to use. It's just some weapons are level locked. Yes. So for you to complain about that is ridiculous. Um all the characters like kind of have a specialty like one is melee weapons, one is like basically like his fists um mm-hmm. and his stamina and the other one is not like uh, sharp weapons and the other one is guns, but I don't really know how much of a difference it makes. I think it might just open up a different skill tree... Options in the skill tree. As you level up. Um, But yeah, man, it was... There was times where I was mad, and I'm like, Alright, dude, I gotta turn this game off. I'm done for the day. Like, I'm getting pissed at the game, and it's not fun. (laughs) And I'll come back the next day, and I'm like, "All right, where was I? And I'll kind of go through some more. You know, it hit lulls, because there's points where, like, you're kind of just doing, like, side quests and fetch Mm. quests. Um... But then you kind of get back to where you can like, a new area where you're back where the story continues. Um, And it's, like, all right, I'm back. Let's go. Uh, But I'm that way with every RPG, you know? You kind of hit a lull, and you're like, oh, man, like, I'm just kind of doing busy work now. This is kind of not fun right now.
0: Yeah. No. I hear you, man.
1: But yeah, man. The graphics still held up pretty well. Like, you know, I'm playing, like, uh... Reissued PlayStation 3 game on a PlayStation 4, so um, it didn't look bad. But it didn't really um, like lag at all. You know what I'm saying? Like the the, sc- the graphics or the gameplay. Um, but it, like, if you if you liked Dead Island, um, I highly and you have time, man, play through it again, dude. Just just run around, try different stuff, and then if not, and you can find it for sale on the PlayStation Store. There's a Christmas sale, there's a sale going on right now, I think, still for a couple days. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was on there. It's always on sale.
0: <laughs> always on sale.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Because it's, it's an old game, man. There's no reason for them not to put it on sale.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Aw, oh, man. So,
1: Netflix released the fourth season of the character, the TV show for the character Agretsuku. Mm-hmm. The little angry metal red panda. Yes. Um, I t- for our nieces, we take them out shopping for their birthday and... We, the one we took her out to Irvine Spectrum, the one that her birthday is the day before yours or the day after yours one of those um,
0: I'm glad and... I'm glad I'm more important than your niece
1: well I was gonna I, I guess I should I'm talking to you if I was talking to somebody else then I would everybody else except for you would have said it the other way <laughs> I to make...
0: you heard to hear everybody I am more important than his niece
1: um, sure we'll, we'll, we'll make you think that. <laughs> Uh, but at the candy store there, they had a can of uh, energy drink that was branded with a grisetsku on it. Nice. It was pretty good. It tasted like green apple. Of course you bought it. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh... <laughs> of course I did. Of course. But man, so this season basically, it kind of explores her relationship with one of her coworkers. Because basically, like he liked her... But there were friends like her, like there was a couple of them that would go out and drink after work or kind of have like their breaks together and stuff. And so at the end of the last season, he confessed his love to her. But then he kind of was was shy and very like self-doubting. So he didn't think he was worthy of her. And so he like she kind of got it like she also got in a situation where she had to change apartments. And so he was like going to walk her home and she would be like, come on in, have some tea. And he'd be like, "Uh, no, that's fine. I got to go. And then there was an episode where, like, they went shopping for something for their boss, and he, like, made reservations for dinner and stuff, and she ran into somebody she knew, and he was, like, back – got all nervous all of a sudden, and it's like, uh, you know what? You two hang out. Like, my friend just texted me. Um, I forgot that I said I was going to hang out with him. And then when he tried to call the the place for the reservations, they're like, cool. You can cancel your reservations, but we're still going to charge you what you would have paid for the dinner anyways. There's a minimum – Especially canceling the slate, there's a, a, a fee for canceling the slate.
0: Yeah. And so he was like, all right, Jeez.
1: fine, I guess.
0: Wow, that's nuts. Yeah, so
1: – and a bunch of stuff happened. It's it's weird. It's like – you know, because she's basically a Sanrio character, like a Hello Kitty cousin. hmm But the show is like if almost written like it's a like – a, I'm not even going to say sitcom, but – Definitely like adult issues with between her her job issues and relationship issues and friendship. It's it's definitely like if it was live action, I think more people like it would it wouldn't work because of the the theme and the the the, the way she changes from like normal like quiet self to the angry death metal self. Yeah, I don't know how that will translate to live action. Kind of like the when they ruined um, the way of the house husband mm. by making live action and not even having it to do with anything with the show almost like taking like the like the part of the show that wasn't that important and only making the live action that
0: yeah that's kind of annoying
1: like not they did nothing with him being like a former Yakuza leader or him being married or anything it was like one episode was just him like repairing his like screen door (laughs) and going through the mental like process of him doing it which was part of the show like him being like methodical about everything but that wasn't the important of the show Mm mm-hmm but anyway so it's only like 10 episodes each season it's not like a, a super big commitment and they're only each episode is less than 10 minutes long around 10 minutes long
0: gotcha i didn't so, realize they were so short
1: yeah super quick um about 10 episode seasons so it's not like it's a you know you can probably watch each of the each of the seasons in a day mm-hmm. you know because it's almost it's about the length of a movie Especially if you you know skip to the next episode and don't watch the credits. Oh man! And then, did you watch the other anime on the list, Sean? I know like you mentioned
0: it to me. You did. Yeah. Did you?
1: Yes, I did. As a matter of fact, that was like pretty much the only anime I completed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I that I did finish that one. Um, I did finish the Ghost Girl one. I think that because that one ended. Yeah, did that one end? Before. Before our break or after? After. Okay. Yeah, so I did finish that.
1: Okay. I forgot about that. I also forgot about another anime that I finished. I don't know if you did too, but we'll talk about that next week. Uh, teasers. Teasers. A third one. A third one. So the world's finest assassin, um, you know, basically he's like in, Japan, in like regular Japan. An assassin has like a, a mentee that he's kind of teaching and ends up getting killed by, like, his... Because org- he's going to retire, and so his... Org- and, you know, assassins don't retire. Um, minor spoilers, he gets killed by his organization and gets the option to either um, be reborn as a baby with no memories, back in, like, regular Earth, possibly Japan, or to be reborn as a baby with all of his memories, and like, he gets to pick his skills in this other land... And he also... But he has to kill the hero of the land by the time he reaches 16 or 18. I thought
0: it was 18.
1: It might it could be It was 18, but I think she also told him don't kill him till after you turn 16 because he won't be the hero then and the world will be destroyed. If you kill him too soon, you'll destroy the world. If you don't kill him soon enough, then uh, I don't know what happens.
0: Yeah. So what would you think of the show? Um... I've enjoyed it I thought it I thought it has been a pretty fun uh, I thought it was a fun anime um, it, no I, I just I thought it was a fun anime I liked watching it um, I, don't, I don't think it was anything like overly crazy uh, but I thought it was um, pretty well written and uh, especially since it was written by the creator of um, Redo of Healer so
1: okay well then, and I was going to say, it got a little hairy but it didn't go nowhere near as uh, bad as Redo of Healer. Yeah. I, I saw a meme, and um, it showed the scene from Redo of Healer where he's holding the, the hot fireplace poker.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And it's like, when my, my mom walked into the room, and I switched to porn, because it's much easier to explain porn than this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, oh, but, man. but what I don't know what but I know, like, what like, uh,
1: like if you go on the VRV app you can read like there's comments that people leave they talk about the show um and I know the episode where he was kind of learning magic people were complaining that that was lazy writing because really? the spells were basically just the words backwards hmm and so they would have like the voice actor like say the word normal and then when they edit it for the show they would just uh, reverse it like Missy Elliott says. <laughs> um, but I, mean, I don't know man like at this point like hasn't every kind of original idea been done and you just take the one that either is the easiest for you or or fits like you just like.
0: That's what I think.
1: (laughs) Like, there's no original way to do, like, real original way to do magic because everybody else is doing it already.
0: Yes. Done it pretty
1: much. So. Yeah. If it works, why not? I change it.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: I do like the cliffhanger ending. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I was like, it was wrapping up, and I'm like, oh, there's only going to be one season, and then it's like, oh no. They set up for more seasons, God! And then I was like, wait, what if there's? What if they don't get enough watchers and there's not enough? they don't do a second season or the second that's, season doesn't come out for like five years.
0: That's just the world of anime, man. Dude.
1: I know I was like, I, for, I was like so happy. I want I was kind of happy that I th- when I thought it was going to wrap up after one season because of that, then I have to look for it or I can't remember what anime it was, but it's one that's that I sent you the YouTube video for where like the first season's on Funimation, the second reasons, the second season's on Netflix <laughs> and then the third season's going to be on high dive.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I remember you sending that to me. I, don't, I haven't watched any of it, but, yeah, that's kind of annoying.
1: Right, and it's like, all right, cool. And they're like, who has these three things? And I'm like, well, at one point I did. <laughs> but then I don't have High Dive anymore.
0: Yeah, well, High Dive, yeah, because High Dive was on VRB. That shit yes. got kicked out. Is it is this Country Roll got their hands on VRV, or Funimation got their hand on Crunchyroll? I mean.
1: Yes, which sucked, because I think it was like, a couple of animes that I was watching on there that were on high dive mm-hmm. that I didn't finish oh yeah that's shitty so oh well that's my fault for taking too long to finish shit
0: <laughs> procrastination yeah pretty much
1: <laughs> what was the other anime that um you asked about did we watch oh the ghost one
0: yeah
1: what's the name of that one again I can't remember I don't remember I'll find it. Miriaki. Talk
0: about Mi- it. I'll find Maruki.
1: it. Yeah. Muki-chan. Yeah, her name.
0: Maruka-chan.
1: Maruka-chan. That's it. You found it. Yeah. Dude, that anime got pretty intense, especially near the end. Like, I was trying to figure out what if there was going to be, like, her having to save the day or save someone, because it was, like, one episode where she kind of went full Ghost Whisperer.
0: Yeah.
1: With the little lady that everyone thought was just crazy, and then the guy's hus- the, her husband, her husband, go- her husband's ghost showed up, and was kept repeating numbers yeah. and then she uh, told the lady and then um, it was like the combination to his footlocker that had like shared like treasured memories and stuff and as soon as she opened it up she was like, like uh, clear headed again and knew what she was doing
0: yeah
1: from basically being like senile to like
0: there yeah I did like the <laughs> ending of that one though it wasn't what I was expecting which made it nice right um,
1: I mean, there, I guess there was kind of a thing where she kind of had to help the guy that became her, uh, sub, her fill-in teacher, substitute yeah. teacher, that cover her teacher when she was out pregnant. Correct. Um, but man, some of the scenes were pretty intense. Like, even like the theme song coming in where she's like, leave me alone, go away, don't you know? Like, dude, oh, I love that song, man. Ooh,
0: yes. Such a good song. And then I like the, uh, I like, um, Z-rex- what is it? X Heroes, Zeros. Their uh, closing song is pretty good as well.
1: Yeah, but yeah, like I mean, the 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 th- the the song definitely should set the tone for the show, and then you know, anime. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but definitely, if you watch the opening uh, scenes of uh, opening of an anime, it definitely kind of spoils some stuff for you, like you know. Like the smart ones, like well, the ones that are from bigger studios, they can kind of hide the spoilers. Mm-hmm. Like they'll do, like they'll have like one theme song, and then something will happen, and then like a new character will be introduced, or not theme song, but theme, like a uh, intro. And they usually even think they change theme songs when they change the intro video, but um, like they'll have like like one video, and then a new character, like a major character, will be in- introduced, and then they'll add her or him to the uh, opening. But yeah. then there's some animes where it's just like. It's like, oh, there's the main character, and there's the girl that he met on the first day. <laughs> Who are all these other people? There's like 12 other people in the... Okay, so I guess we're going to meet them soon. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, those are... Um, so, uh, world's, what, what services were they on?
0: Uh, world's Finest. On- I was watching it on um, VRV.
1: For World's Finest?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, the Maruki-chan was on... um, Funimation. Funimation, yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so VRV or Crunchyroll for World's Finest Assassin and Funimation for Maruka-chan.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Uh, All right, everybody. That's it for today's show. Thanks for sticking around for the first episode of 2022. Uh, make sure you follow us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Podcasts. You can hang out with us on Facebook, Discord, Twitter, all those fantastic places. Yes,
1: new new uh, new season. No new skills.
0: <laughs> hopefully, hopefully new skills. <laughs> new year, new me. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I can't. Get, I can't. I can't improve that much. Last year was a was a a mighty Trump uh, triumph. So I don't know if you, I you can do well, it again. You set,
1: you set the bar low at a one percent increase, and you you definitely. I did um, like a five. I say more than that because you're a, you're a, a Twitch affiliate, and you raised money to help like trees and dogs and stuff. That's true. That is true. Like you're you're a much better person than I am. <laughs>
0: I'm I mean, over here running for my life to to save to make money for kids, and you're over here, you know, telling people to get out of the way because you're a member at the brewery.
1: Yeah, I mean, we <laughs> we all kind of everybody already knew that you were kind of a better person than me, but they didn't realize how wide the gap was. Like, they thought it was close,
0: <laughs> but it's not no no not at all (laughs) all right everybody you guys take it easy be safe out there we'll see you next time